Hi, I'm Ori Molinas. And I'm Ricardo Deacon. And you're listening to Dublin Digital Radio, and this is The Recommendation Game, a film of the week podcast where we take turns to recommend a film the other has not seen, we watch that film, and then we meet to discuss it. This week's film is And the Band Played On from 1993. Oh, the 90s. Made for TV, HBO <laughs> movie. Uh, based on And the Band Played On, Politics, People and the AIDS Epidemic by Randy Schultz. Screenplay by Arnold Schulman. Directed by Roger Spottiswood. Yes. <laughs> That's his name. Um, starring Matthew Modine, Alan Alda, Ian McKellen, Lily Tomlin, Richard Gere, and about a hundred other people. Theme music. <laughs> theme music, okay. Theme music composer is Carter Burwell. You may have known from every other movie ever. Produced by Sarah Pillsbury and Midge Sanford. Cinematography by Paul Elliott. And edited by Lois Freeman Fox. Which is a cool name. Oh, this is a long one. <laughs> the synopsis is, in 1981, epidemiologist Don Francis learns of the, an increased rate of death among gay men in urban areas. The startling information leads him to begin investigating the outbreak, which is ultimately identified as AIDS. His journey finds, while being called about seven other things in the meantime, his journey finds mostly opposition from politicians and doctors, but several join him in his cause. As it becomes apparent that people have personal reasons to turn the other cheek, Francis persists. <laughs> Meanwhile, the number of deaths continues to grow. Hi. Which is a very, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's a hard movie to formal, synopsize. Formal yeah. synopsis there. Um, it was good, though. Covered all the, the basic points. Yeah, thereabouts. And this made-for-TV HBO movie from 1993 was picked by Ricardo. Ricardo, why indeed. did you uh, pick this film? First of all, I just want to mention that Roger Spottiswood has like one of the most interesting careers of all time. Mr. Spottiswood? Uh, yeah, uh, he was first of all the editor for Sam Peckinpah. What? So he did like Straw Dogs, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. And, uh, he was one of several directors on this though, wasn't he? No, he was just the, the, the director, like actually directed himself. As far as I know, I haven't heard anything else. I might be wrong. I haven't done a, an awful lot of research on the movie itself. Okay. I uh, read a very interesting article about it, so <laughs> then, like, about the making of it. Roger Spottiswood then wrote 48 Hours. What? Yeah. He then also directed, like, uh, Shoot to Kill and Under Fire, which are, like, issue movies. I know Shoot to Kill, yeah. Yeah, and Under Fire is, like, with Nick Nolte and uh, uh, somebody else, and Gene Hackman. That they're, like, poster? war photography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> but the movie is very good. Then he also directed Turner Hooch. And Air America and Stop or My Mom Will Shoot the, like, terrible Sylvester Stallone comedy. And then he directed this. To be fair, his career before this was in the 80s. Yeah, but then he also directed Tomorrow Never Dies, the James Bond movie. Is that the one with... um, With Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. The the one after Goldeneye. Yeah. And also the amazing Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, The Sixth Day. And his last movie was the critically acclaimed... A cat, a street cat named Bob. Yeah, the word eclectic seems inadequate somehow, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to put it out there because I just saw the fucking filmography and I was like, Jesus Christ, what is this dude about? Uh, how many personalities does <laughs> can one man have? Uh, the reason I picked this movie was that, uh, for one, it, it, like it's a myriad of reasons. For one, I think that it's an interesting movie per se as a as a film okay uh i think it's a one of those films that managed to uh do something very difficult that is like deal with very complex issues but also like on a very technical level yeah and maintain the complexity of the issue but at the same time make it understandable for the audience what's going on what the fight is etc yeah I also think that it's a movie that is very interesting in the way that it is also able to create character through that. that It it skips the made-for-TV kind of uh, prism because it is well shot and the cast is bar none. It's amazing. (laughs) The cast is insane. Uh, Even like the the most like side characters that have one scene is like a Hollywood star you know yeah, like crazy. and doing very good work as well yeah so uh, and I think that it's a very good choice of doing that because even the the minor main characters they're not 
stars they're very capable character actors so with the limited amount of time that they have on screen they're very able to create a character as well so the movie doesn't feel preachy per se because you're following the the, these characters but i also picked it because we've mentioned a few times uh the documentary how to survive the plague Mm. and i think it's a very interesting uh double bill or like companion piece almost uh because it shows what happened before AIDS became AIDS? Let's say it's like the the beginnings of the epidemic. Well, like mm. how to survive a plague is when people knew what what it was, and it was the yeah, the, the well, fear kinda, of not yeah. the 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 not only the fear but also the 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 anger of that people know what it is and, and still nobody's still doing, doing about nothing, it yeah. but also this shows also like the red tape bureaucracy that like how uh how to survive a plague doesn't really show that even like the scientists that were doing good work were being uh shortchanged by the system that it wasn't just like well, this is more a cdc blanket. based as yeah. well rather than it was the epa wasn't it or no who was it that um, it was the, the FDA, fda yeah fda that yeah the, the were that yeah but were like it was the actual like bureaucracy, but they're fighting it in this movie as well so yeah. like and i think that is a very interesting thing but also it's uh, uh historically is an interesting picture because it came out like very, during yeah, the, yeah. the the epidemic still that even though like okay by th- by the time that that came out it was like around the time that uh, not the cure but like the treatments were becoming more efficient to to deal with with somebody that had a hiv before it turned to aids yeah but um but so like it has to do a number of things because it's also an educational film to it's quite for, technical really yeah for people that uh, that when on not knowing what was going on you know like that even when the disease was discovered like the public didn't know what it was like me and my brother had like well, how long was it before reagan said the word aids yeah like that <laughs> this movie does yeah. get and i think that is a movie that is able to also do the the emotional aspect of the story and actually have a reason of why this is important not only like uh trying to bring the audience along going like everybody knows why this is important but also like for 1993 is also the dealing of like why gay people also matter you know because it's like other people uh, in general like even politicians and like reagan not mentioning a mentioning aids until like right before his t- term and and as well even though George H.W. Bush did more than Reagan, but that's not saying a lot. No. <laughs> so, like, it's still in the midst of, like, this is Nancy. a very political, almost propaganda-like movie, but completely based on fact. And the book that is, like, like about 2,000 pages long, they're able to condense the book. But also, obviously, by doing that, they're oversimplifying. Also, the, the, the writer of the book was a journalist but a scientific journalist so there's no yeah. cutting corners in the book so yeah i think that is a very interesting movie and i think that it is a, a a very effective movie as well and because of the of your interest on how to survive a plague i also thought there would be like it's an interesting kind of detective movie it's kind of like a medical like yeah. thriller yeah you know and you lot. like that like it reminded yeah. me of zodiac in a way yeah the... how like it's very procedural based kind of and very well done that way so and i think that there is like weirdly influential as well even though not a lot of people talk about the movie yeah no Be- not at all because of how uh even other movies are made that way like even something like zodiac has a similar structure of like presenting characters and such that it's rare to see i i don't know of a movie before that is not like a war movie like uh, longest day or bridge too far that deals with as many characters as this and putting it into one scenario and still be able to all the presidents create, yeah but all the presidents men still has the very 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 main characters of robert redford and dustin hoffman well like well this, does this not center around one character it does kind of center around Matthew Modine, but like if you think about like the runtime of the movie he's only on in the film for about a third of the runtime it's just the scenes keep going back to him as mm. a well he's kind still of, I would argue that he is still the main character yeah he'd be the main character because he has the most amount of screen time in the movie but the by percentage let's say for any other movie 
yeah. is not really yeah, like yeah, a main yeah. character kind of thing. I think it's like structurally so you can go back to him and also because the character Don Francis was uh, had the opinion that the movie has so it's a very easy way to demonstrate the opinion of the filmmakers and I also thought there was like an interesting in the postscript of the movie that is very long but understandably so like the central <laughs> that uh, that it mentions uh, how other people's views have not been addressed in this movie but this movie is just a point of view of the people that were interviewed in the book and I think that's an interesting acknowledgement that not many movies do that are saying like this is just the version of the story of the people that we talk to yeah like uh, that there are obviously other versions of the story but this is what happened according to them and without further ado because <laughs> you're giving me the hurry up sorry uh, no uh, no what no. did you think of that the was movie? all very 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 relevant um... and i'm rather interested as well to see it's one of those that i don't know how you yeah, take the and movie I would imagine that you don't know many people that have seen this either. Do you? Uh, no. Yeah, like it's it's a weird one. Like I mean, it is a you know it's a TV movie realistically, yeah. but I you know I it's very nineties, but I wouldn't say that is particularly televisual, and not just because it's peppered with more celebrities and cameos than I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> sadly, I have to disagree with you on a number of the things that you just said. Um, like. First of all, what I want to say is this film is very ambitious and some of the things you've said about what it had to do and all the things that it had to bring in, I think is incredibly admirable that this thing was made in 1993. But I think that like one of the problems is that this is not 1993 and I don't mean that in the way of like how films were made in 1993 but like this film has like it has a, a massive amount of challenges to overcome, not least the size of the book and how broad the book and how of long because the book is kind of from like the very early 80s up until probably like 89 or something yeah. it's nearly a decade of and a guy who was like embedded basically in the whole thing like he did he have AIDS I, I'm not 100% sure I think the, yeah well either way like all you know a lot of people he knew he was reporting on it like you know it's incredibly incredibly detailed and I think as well the book is like written as an investigative journalist kind of style which yeah. explains why they've kind of taken that kind of um slant in the actual film as well but um and then as well just the the, the reality that they're tackling such a massive crisis in general not even just the slant of the book but overall all the different factions that were involved in this like it's it's incredibly sprawling um and then like i think also like tackling like what you've said like tackling it while it's still going on um because like you know this is what i imagine would have been filmed in 1992 1992 when they you know it, it being called aids and they hadn't even begun to develop you know relative cures or whatever like when you look at in comparison to uh how to survive a plague which obviously a lot of it because I, I was trying to like see the timeline of how to survive a plague and an awful lot of how to survive a plague is after this yeah you know what i mean it's the fight after it and and all the problems that they had with like the bush um administration and everything and i think like it's ambitious and courageous and a worthy attempt but fundamentally the biggest problem for me was the characters like we've spoken a bit about like the character of Modine and how like in a lot of ways he's sort of the audience's way into it but and even though he's not in it that much the story turns on his it's you know it's bookended by his experiences like starting off in Africa and ending off whenever um, Ian McKellen that dies that was interesting as well the the fact that Ebola came back the, like well yeah yeah that's true because I was like what Ebola what but uh, that, that makes sense like, I remember reading that whenever um, the Ebola virus the most recent one uh, epidemic but um, you know he he is the you know everything is kind of turning around his story and like his interaction with everything and like you know obviously his team and his other characters as well but he is kind of the main way into the movie and i mean you know it makes sense he is like the audience's way in that he is just a sort of like earnest everyman but he's kind of blank and you understand his motivations and everything but he's you know it's just kind of not, nothing really to him and he you know he's, he's a likable screen presence and everything although all i could think of was the signs of the lamps but um, <laughs> um the other thing is 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 how how many many characters there are in this and 
it, it, so many of them are in this for so little time and they get away with it for some like what you're saying about character actors and I think there are some characters that get away with being in this for very little time and I think Richard Gere is one of those yeah like he's barely yeah barely he's brilliant in, in it actually. he's really really good and Steve Martin as well is really good in it yeah like for for what is literally one scene and like you know Lily Tomlin's obviously amazing um there's a few other ones that Charles Martin Smith is really good in it uh, is he He's the guy that is going around with Lily Tomlin around the bathhouses in San Francisco. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought he was fine. Um, like he kicks the 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 food the food oh, machine yeah, in the yeah. beginning. Um, but all the whole time I was watching it, all I was thinking was that I would have watched any one of these individual stories, and that for me would have been a more interesting way into this. I like I I honestly don't think that you could make that book into one thing. Yeah, it's, it should have been a mini series. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then that I think they were in consideration for that, but then, yeah, but then it got bounced around, and then, and then HBO also, just like, released money, it. Like how they would like yeah. already is a two and a half hour movie but about it, the AIDS epidemic. Me, like it like the thing is as well as like the whole HBO thing of it's very interesting because this is not the first um, LGBT um, film or mini series that. Uh, HBO's tackle even recently like um, uh, A Normal Heart is... yeah like uh, I was actually it was a toss up which one I was going to pick have you seen A Normal Heart yeah well, this is better okay. than A Normal Heart it's more interesting than A Normal yeah. Heart I liked A Normal Heart but this which is actually that's based on Larry Kramer's yeah. uh, the play, play which yeah. was written in 1985 uh, and I, I love Mark Ruffalo but uh, no I, I much preferred this I think this is much more interesting because it is 1993 yeah um but we can come back to we can come back to that and about kind of when it, when it was released and stuff. But um, yeah, the whole HBO thing is is interesting as well. It kind of made me think of um, just the miniseries thing of something like Show Me a Hero. And I know you haven't seen that, but of the way that that like Show Me a Hero is realistically quite a small story. It's one man. It's one area, but it's set over however many episodes, and it's f- just it's. F- just so well done and it manages to make a very small story seem very very important and really about more things than is on its surface yeah i think the problem here is that even within a mini series i think this would have been a challenge like there's too many things so when i think of like storylines that i literally didn't care about because they were just there and it was like like, alan alda like i literally when it got to the end and there's the big long thing about how you know, and I didn't, I didn't care about it, and I, I didn't care like so much about certain parts, and it annoyed me because I was like, I should have been enraged at certain parts of this, and yeah. like in the way that you are whenever you watch *I Survive a Plague*, and like there are bits of this where it gets it very, very right, and it's during before the Alan Alda thing kind of really kicks in. Like whenever they're really working through with their no money and, um, you know, trying to do their investigations when nobody cares and they're doing it very much under the radar and they have no money and that kind of thing of like hitting up against budgets and stuff like that I find really interesting. And I think that they had enough time to get that bit of it right, which is why that's the best bit of the film, I think. Uh, And then obviously like for the emotion um like there are like characters like um ian McKellen and everything like that that really you know hit because he's really really good and i really like his relationship with both bd wong but also yeah. with uh, richard oh. jenkins the the doctor oh, the... i forgot fucking richard jenkins is in it um like, he's so good because he's like just a doctor yeah. but he's more pissed off than anybody yeah. else and then like how he comes back again and sorry which was true the yeah. he was also steve martin's brother's doctor yeah for the ace thing and the he's secret like doctor yeah, yeah um yeah we'll get to the cameos because that's obviously part of of the character thing um but uh yeah so it it just ended up and then it kind of cheats then in the end of how it has that really really emotional sort of addendum or whatever with with the clips and the music and it's kind of yeah, manipulative. last song by elton john it's kind of manipulative it is and it but is. at the same time but it, it's like and it's oh, so much of the archive and everything and that really that brought me back to how to survive a plague which is like god if you haven't seen it go watch it it'll destroy your heart but um yeah so it just ended up infuriating me because i was like i should care so much and like it's not badly made but it's there's just not enough time 
Like I could imagine to them just taking the Alan Alda thing out of it, yeah. and I don't know how it would have worked. They would have they would have just had to. But either way, this had to be condensed into one or two storylines into one or two. So you wanted sections. milk, not condensed milk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just just going back to the to the characters as well. Um, the celebrity cameos are incredibly distracting. I mean, some of them work in this in this in the way of of Richard Gere, where you know it's like I was like, whoa, hello, Richard Gere, kind of with a little bit of the like Bruce Springsteen facial hair, looking very handsome. Uh, but he really pulls it off. Yeah. Like, and he, it's one of his best performances. It's really, it's really heartbreaking. He doesn't even blink that. I was like, oh, here he is, old Blinky, and he didn't. I was like, no, oh, and then he dies. Oh, but um, uh, in, in like, and then there's other ones that are just like, I mean, to be honest, like the Steve Martin thing, like it, it, they just they stick out because. But those are really the only two like big name cameos because the other actors are more like to like a thread uh, like Alan Alda and uh, I don't know I kind uh, of like felt a little bit said. about that about Richard Jenkins as well even though I like him I was still a bit yeah, but Richard Jenkins at that time he was just character actors that oh now well, yeah it like feels at the time like, but obviously yeah. we're watching is it that now, now so. you're looking at it as a cameo but yeah. at that time it was well, like yeah, it the was, kind of role that Richard just, Jenkins yeah, was it was doing. just a side it was yeah. just a side character or whatever but um. But because um, it's Richard Jenkins, he's great in it. I think, yeah. uh, like he, you know, he is because he's Richard Jenkins. Like, but like my favorite character in the movie is the the bearded scientist. That like, like I do agree that there's so many characters I don't know anybody's name. Uh, no, but, uh, but except for Don Francis. But I, I, I really like Harry Selznick, the the head bureaucratic scientist. There, like I really like his oh, performance. Oh no, in he. What is he in? Because his voice doesn't work for me because he's in a 90s kids movie or something and i can't watch him seriously in anything he's in something like i can't i I literally couldn't possibly name it for you but it's he's in something and every time i saw him on screen i couldn't buy him even though one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing is whenever they're in the coffee shop and uh he gets his like jelly donuts um Oh god, the Eureka moments. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's he's good, and I I do that that scene whenever they're they're in the cafe and um uh he's getting transferred to San Francisco or whatever. That's a really great little scene because they're both really good actors. But um, in a lot of his scenes, like he kind he kind of has a thankless role, really. Like where it's just he just has to be the kind of like you know exasperated bureaucrat. Um, uh, but I think he manages to do it quite well. Where you sort of feel sorry for him, but you're also kind of like no, like just fucking stand up, do something. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> I have no oh, problem. There, there is another cameo. Sorry for interrupting. There is another cameo, and it's one that I really liked his performance in it. And as well, I think it's quite brave to be like, oh yeah, I'll do the cameo, but I'll do the like be the asshole, which is Phil Collins, which I did not expect. Oh yeah, that like uh, <sighs> so strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, like he's he's none of them are particularly bad, but it's just. You're just you've so little time with them, and they just keep popping up. And there's another one, and it's like, oh god, this is so distracting. And it's like you understand why because this was 1993, and in order to get the money for yeah. it, you know what I mean. And also for people to watch it when yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. And when, when it's so thing. many characters, you understand exactly why they did it. And if they did it now, you know, like you'd make like a, nor- a normal heart or whatever, yeah. where you'd get like two good actors, and then realistically, only Mark Ruffalo. Like yeah. he basically carried the whole thing. Like there's not really anybody else that's that's would have been a, such a big name, but um, like also as well now that you know if you're making things for HBO like the TV movies or miniseries or whatever TV has the prestige now that you know no but it's you also can, like, you can you know like you can attract characters and but there's a difference of doing like the normal heart now that is like okay it is like oh it's a worthy story. Like for this is like we need to get oh, as yeah, many that's, people that's to what, see that's it. That's what I'm like, saying is that like I understand and I understand why they put Richard Gere so high up the billing because yeah. he was the first person that they signed on and it was you know and like at that point Richard Gere was massive. Yeah. So you it's talk- like Pretty Woman Gear. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and oh my god, he's so much more handsome on this though. Um, and this dancing. Um, but uh, you know, you I totally understand that, and that's what kind of what I mean whenever I say that, like you know, this is 1993, yeah. and it's not 1993 now. And looking back on it, it it becomes kind of problematic, even though I can understand why they did yeah. it at the time. It kind of it's what funny is whenever I was watching it because it is so sprawling and trying to do so many things at the same time, 
is that it kind of feels and because there's so it's mixing archive with um uh it's quite docudrama in in places and then also the other parts of it where it has its kind of not just 90s movies because the 90sness of it doesn't bother me because yeah. i bloody love the 90s but um and I've, I've no problem with the kind of like you know certain aspects of it that are very 90s but there are things that you see even in biopics or historical kind of fiction movies as well um where you have like characters in their eureka moments of and yeah. you know like the whole thing with the like like um pac-man and then what's the other one there's another one as well where he has another eureka moment and i was just sitting yeah. looking at him and i was like Ugh. yeah but like even if they're true it's hard to portray <laughs> I that no but like yeah. it's just oh, it because so... your brain is like you don't have the internal uh thing of how if you like that's why in a book it will yeah, work oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you're totally, kind yeah. of like but going instead how you have you to can, come up with a visual yeah. way of doing it that's very hard to do with it it's seeming cheesy like and i as know well as that you don't have the thread of thought that led to the eureka yeah, moment which is because really that's more yeah. interesting um and i'll have a lot of people kind of explaining their thoughts and like some of the scenes whenever they're like working through everything and even though you can understand that they would have meetings where it's like but can we prove this blah 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 there are certain points where it's like they're all like and it's like you wouldn't voice all these things but i can i can they would i can i can get over you've been talking for ages don't shush me hold on you'll get your chance i just want to get this all out but (laughs) no because like i i did like there are things i liked about it but i frustrated the living daylights out of me because i find this period of history really interesting i think this topic is still incredibly relevant and should be examined like in like you know cultural output or whatever um but because of like those moments and the fact that you're kind of car- you're kind of following him through and like he has this kind of bookends or whatever like those moments and then that mixed with the weird docudrama aspect of it, it it, it sort of felt like a combination of like uh, like you know like Dallas Buyers Club, yeah, because that that's another one where it has the kind of composites as well, because yeah. there are character composites even you know like from the book or whatever, and you know obviously based on real people, uh, which is fine. You can't have everyone like that. Yeah. It's never going to happen. But um, that I, I kind of element of it, and the fact of kind of like the good-hearted doctors and stuff, that kind of mixed then with sort of like how to survive a plague and it doesn't quite mix and i kept it does butting against the differences in the weird kind of like not that it was particularly jarring but it just didn't what difference the 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 the, difference between those two things like the doctors and in this and the doctors and how to survive a plague or no no just the way they handle the material like the way like the way it's like the the, like the docudrama style of how it's shot then mixed with scenes like him having the Pac-Man moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and like, I'm not knocking Dallas Buyers Club because that's not a bad film, but it's not what I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the thing is, is that like, I don't know how you would make what I want. Yeah. You know, like that's what I'm saying is that I have problems with this, but I don't, I'm very, very glad I watched it. But you don't have fixes for it either, kind of thing. Uh, yeah, because it's too, it's too hard. It's, it's. For me, like, uh, just to address a few of the issues that you raised there, just yeah. uh, as a counterbalance point. <laughs> let's say. Sorry, I had to get it out. Uh, f- first of all, the the thing of the the meetings there, it's something that I, I I haven't read the book, but I've read other books about similar kind of like scientific kind of arguments, like mysteries, you know. That it's well, inc- not all of those scenes now. Just yeah, you know, there are moments that are a bit. They're like movie moments. You yeah, know? but like even those scenes kind of ring true because of the the way that they present the forum is that it's different if they were when they're sitting like at the cafe talking about the case that you you're like you both know that you know. <laughs> but it's yeah. the, it's the the same that in coding they still do it as well. That is like talking to the rubber duck. The like in like coders like yeah. uh, uh like programmers like programmers whatever, yeah. and shit they have like a little rubber duck in their desk sometimes and if the code is not working they explain to the duck everything that they have done because by voicing step by step by step yeah it makes you realize where it's wrong on your on your thinking but also in the same sense that they're like can you prove it is of the scientific method that they go a lot into here yeah that well that, the, the... that's why it's the sort of idea of like the investigative you know yeah. it's like um it's like due process yeah. or whatever you know what i mean it's the same kind of concept of where but like, it, it kind of to... like even makes an interesting argument about the 
how sometimes even that that how we especially like quote-unquote liberals are like oh the scientific method or whatever how it's lacking sometimes because of the just sheer amount of time that it takes to be approved you know how like so many lies would have been saved by just going like fuck it let's say like let's be corrupt and say that it's not it's not scientific in the end like especially because they knew so little yeah is that you can't push out cures or treatments that you can't prove are going to work when me and my brother were born when me and my brother were born like we had like weird health issues and even the doctors like they went maybe his aids because they didn't fucking know yeah anything you know uh late 80s yeah so like yeah 88 89 and that's why i'm fucking brazil it's not like yeah uh, like even though it's like supposed to be like the best hospital ever but it's like Grid. people in brazil Grid. saying that kind of thing uh but the other thing on the the characters i do think that um it caught me in moments in this movie that i realized how well realized the characters are that i started wondering about their personal lives outside of work because even like there's like one scene that matthew modine goes to his hotel room and you're like Oh shit! He's been living in a motel for ages. Oh but yeah, I, was I did. I did. I did thing. actually have that same moment. And then you with have him. like, uh, like one of the uh, the but characters. But that's Matthew. Like, that's Mo. That's Modine, though, and you spend more time with him than anyone yeah. else. So, but even the other guys, like even like how even the little moment when uh, Lily Tomlin is going to tell Martin Smith about like, oh, if uh, you had like a penthouse model here, and they just wanted to see what's behind the little towel and it's like how awkward he becomes yeah or even like that one of my favorite scenes in the movie is like when the guy like had the like actual investigative eureka moment that he has to ring but like his phone back and it's like like properly it's like this is really important not to me (laughs) it's it's you know it's the 80s so all those people have to make phone calls because you had no other way it's like (laughs) yeah and also it's like made me realize how fucking weird <clears throat> different the world used to be like even like what 20 nearly 30 yeah 30 35 years ago yeah. how even then when it's like technology was already fair advanced but even like to send Society fucking samples wasn't... or whatever would be like fucking two or three days before you would get the sample today would be like next day delivery if you're like in an emergency kind of like situation like they are kind of thing or even like how primitive the cdc used to be compared to like what it is now because it's not only like the money that is given to them for aids you can tell the fucking place at that time was like yeah and this would have been this is still that's that's why there are parts of the fact that i really really like that this is is still very very close to when the whole thing started was like, because realistically, it's like a, not even a decade later yeah. that this is made, and um, parts of it are only like like things that are happening while they're making the thing. Yeah, li- but, well, um, literally, even like they they do acknowledge the the whole act up thing on the on the end credits because yeah. like by the time that they were shooting at the top, but they do acknowledge also that I really like this movie that they do acknowledge also that how important it was the actual gay activism to get everything. Uh, yeah that's another thing about like uh, the uh, don the gay characters the problem the problem with like analyzing something like this is that this is 1993 and even though it's based on a book of i'm fairly sure that the guy who wrote the book was actually gay or else that like he was very much within the movement or whatever like he you know like he knew what he was talking about but it it, you kind of have this problem where most of the scenes with the gay characters are they feel quite stereotypical and then the one character the one gay character who actually gets more of a character is kind of like the sainted character and he has this yeah of that you know and it's and like i have no problem with with his character but it's just there's not for a character that's like for a film that's supposedly about AIDS and like and you know like the how this affected gay people or whatever it's not it doesn't really give them a voice they're kind of like just kind of there on the sidelines of like you know the general populace of who we're treating or whatever and it's it's slightly conflicting because you can see as well that it was 1993 and how you know like which is crazy when you think about it that like this was like would have been radical enough 
obviously this is um this is HBO, so yeah. you can kind of get away with a lot more. But at the same time, like it was still relatively radical to not just have like the like the, like not to have gay characters, but like you know to be really like delving into this. Yeah, and I think as well is that they all feel like characters, and I feel like this throughout the entire movie that is like the the guy that is like the patient zero that is like the uh, the air the the airline uh, host. Yeah. Guy that is like patient zero that he's like 48 yeah, or whatever. Dutch the, guy. Is yeah. he Dutch or German? Uh, French. Or French? Or French yeah. Canadian. French Canadian. Yeah. That like, uh, I really liked him as like in the portrayal that even like knowing kind of like the situation that is like, oh, I have to kind of like live. He's like, oh, I just have sarcoma or whatever that he I has. The, he was fine. Yeah. But also like the, the way like the BD Wong is like, I love that what you're doing. But at the same time, it's like the, the horrible thing of going like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I support everything that you do, Ian McAllen, and like trying to to get this like sorted for like yeah. our community. But at the same time, I need more personally. So it's like the conf- the conflict between this like ideology. I like I should well, that, support him, and then feels, feeling horrible. That feels like, like a not like a a real relationship. Yeah, like uh, and then so like uh, I like Don Logan's performance as the the poster boy, like the the. The guy that uh, is like that, he was one of the first. Ken Nardo. Yeah. Ken Nardo. It is, yeah. Oh my god! I was like, I know him, and I was like, he's that '90s guy, and then I was like, but I know him from someone else. He's fucking Ken Nardo and Zodiac. More Zodiac connections. But I, I, I really liked his performance, even like the the fact as well that he has to, like, he becomes that thing of like that you almost like when you're in that position that you must be like you start feeling like you're the voice for everyone. So like when, yeah. even when he stands up, it's like my opinion matters more than anybody else but also it's like you you see him like look around when everybody goes quiet when he stands up it's, it's like, like the... little moments like that that go throughout or even like how the change of approach from the doctors towards the uh, the gay characters throughout the movie because it's when they start actually having time with uh, these people that they never it's had contact with, yeah. yeah, because they realize that they're human, and then it's like the when the the outbreak in the Haitian community comes out that they, uh, the doctor rings them and goes, "Oh, they're just Haitian," and it's like, "What yeah. the fuck do you mean, just Haitian?" Kind of thing, you know? That is like, yeah. And then it's also like the fucking thing that is like, also they're black, so the government doesn't give a shit about them. Well, yeah, I mean, and so. <laughs> I think that it has like it's not perfect uh, as a film and how I it yeah, and deals I, I with don't it. think it's it's not bad by yeah. any stretch of the imagination and like thinking that this is 1993 it's just I think you get like even with the kind of the guy who becomes like the poster child like you get little glimpses into the kind of the the act up movement and everything yeah. and and the beginnings of it and stuff and like that's the thing is that like at that time like the like there weren't any gay doctors that were on the that we know of okay and they uh, were involved on the there gay doctors. on the uh, on the cases let's say on uh, in the cdc at least none that were like that came out okay and at the same time it's like you don't even fucking know because you don't know the personal life of these characters really but i think that with the limited time that it has it makes like good comment on the fact also of how society keeps judging them for their behavior. Yeah, and but like, the fact that the... we don't feel like a real way into that community just makes it like that the film is making that point, but not really following through yeah, on po- it because but... they it just feels like we're observing them. It doesn't feel that we're really... Yeah, but as a propaganda piece is that what was necessary at the time. Yeah, I know, it's, I know, it's like, I know. If you see this... Like, but I'm other, just saying as how I'm point, reading it as a film. Is, the other point work. of comparison, and you see, I think that this is far more effective because it, for the little moments, it rings truer than the other movie, which is Philadelphia, that you have like the end to the gay community. Mm-hmm. You have like, yeah. And that movie is very effective because it is very emotional and such. It is. But at the same time, when you compare, like, let's say, the, preachy, the, the, yeah, exactly, this that this preachy. movie yeah. isn't, and I think this more successful or that, because the thing is that this movie would have been seen by people that are not, like, basically because it's on TV. Yeah. People that wouldn't go to the cinema to watch Philadelphia because it's the gay movie. It's like, you're preaching to the choir when you're already fucking making 
a cinema piece. So I think that this had to back away a little bit because it is a propaganda film, number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, like, so and I the think fact that, that they is, managed to bring in... Um, no, I mean, like, I totally, I totally get like, it. Like, I, I get the flaws that it is, yeah. but I think well, that all, all the flaws that you're mentioning now, like, that's why I wanted to discuss this movie because it's interesting for yeah. that reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that all the flaws go back to the reason that the movie exists and the movie, why it is Where, there. Yeah, and why and it's they're that, all that forgiven time. because it makes the the actual social change that it wanted to do more effective. And the fact also that you see a spike of sales on the, of the book after the movie came out, so people became even more informed. And then there's also the discussion, like having Richard Gere, it's like, did you see the Richard Gere movie that he has AIDS? Oh my God, that like AIDS yeah. as a word was a fucking taboo, you know? And even like at that time was still the gay disease, that if you had AIDS, you were homosexual do you have like uh, i can't remember like there's millions of movies since that is like somebody gets aids and it's like but i'm not gay mm. you know it was a transfusion and it was like even magic johnson like he got I it i didn't even know that whole thing about the, the blood banks and stuff like that which, i thought that's the, so fucked up as the well, blood bank like, thing was like i thought that was really interesting like that all that the kind of the administrative all that infighting and everything i found interesting except the alan alda thing which just went seemed a bit boring but um and then, like, what I love as well is that, like, it really doesn't shy away from the science and the medicine. Yeah. Because there's times when I, when I was like, what? <laughs> like, hold on, what? <laughs> you know, where it's just, like, there, there's, even though, obviously, like, scenes where they're, like, really, like, plotting out their thinking or whatever, but they, they're they're not, you know, they're not, like, sort of settling for layman's terms constantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, they feel like they're talking like scientists. Yeah. Um, Which is good, because... Otherwise, this would have seemed incredibly TV yeah. movie. So, and I think that it does. Going back to the gay characters, I, I think that it's something that Act Up, the, uh, Act Up, How to Survive a Plague doesn't touch upon. But it's something that did happen. How gay communities at the time um, also resisted resisted yeah. some of the implementation, like even little... like for safe sex and stuff like condoms and yeah. shit. Because they're like, and I, but at the same time, is that this movie makes you realize that it makes sense for them to do it because there was because no there's no evidence and no yeah. information and also is the fact that it's like they've been controlled the way of being like how they're supposed to who they're supposed to yeah, sleep suddenly with suddenly the who, government yeah, is you're gonna stepping listen, in again kind yeah, of thing trying to regulate your life i i do i i think you're right um but i know i do think there is there's definitely a bit of that in the history of playing as well probably not as much but um where they kind of like, you know, sort of showing how confusing the information yeah. was, definitely. But um, I just wanted to talk about like the technical aspects of this movie that I was quite surprised. Like, what, like I hadn't seen this in a few years now. How well shot it is, especially for like the budget, the timeline that is made for TV. Yeah. And that they went to the fucking trouble of shooting it in 16 by 9, even though it got panned and scanned. Yeah, of course. Uh, like when it went in, but like it's kind of like foresight that i don't see how they would have thought yeah. of like of like of dvd releasing or or like that might be released see, in cinema that, or streaming yeah i don't know like i know because there's a great article um because i looked this up then because yeah. i was kind of like god like this is why have i never heard of this when you think of like firstly the the cause that it's attached yeah. to and then second like how many famous people are in it um, I, I just find it really strange that no one's ever really talked about it. And even I remember whenever like Eyes of Rave a Play came out, or The Normal Heart came out, or Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah. I don't remember anyone talking about this. Yeah, which is bizarre because, because it's like the first, the first one. This yeah. is like the AIDS movie, other than Philadelphia. Yeah, but um, yeah. So I I looked it up and like I could only find articles from 1993, which is actually really interesting because I found one on the troubled making of it yeah. and like all the different things that went on. It's very well shot. Like uh, like yeah, even like you can simple tell that scenes a, of like Ian McKellen walking up the like that you can tell that uh, they've gone to the location yeah. there's a lot of location shooting there oh um be, uh, behind the cab- candelabra is yeah. that hbo yeah it is yeah yeah that's hbo as well um and there you do that's, that's another the, film yeah. director that they brought in obviously that's much more recent but like um um because that's Soderbergh, isn't it yeah also like i really like the music in this movie like it's yeah uh, uh, like Carter burwell like he's amazing but that's he's able music to for twilight do- and Miller's Crossing and so <laughs> yeah I looked others. him up thanks I was like I know that name and he's that's you know, like everything everything but yeah. like he's he's great because 
this movie could have so easily like delved into like really melodrama, oh, yeah. especially with the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the music really walks the line of giving you that emotional hump. I'm mm. um, being kind of like melodic and iconic. Even for nineties like movie yeah. music, it's good. So, but then it's also like very at the same time toned down I think. and yeah, minimal. I, and, I didn't even massively notice it, yeah. which is a good sign. And it's like very effective, like when they're throwing the the bodies during the Ebola epidemic into oh, the fire. Oh yeah, that's another stuff. thing. Uh, like that, the flashbacks is yeah, the 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 that's, the, that's the only bad. moment that is like very nice because I, like they're ready like because Modine is a good actor you know that he's having those flashbacks when the camera is going in mm. that is like yeah. that he has the the butcher's bill uh, on the wall need, and stuff. I don't need to yeah you know it's just and it's at the same time like what I was saying like this is those are the really nineties aspects of it. But I didn't mind it. Yeah. It kind of, you know, because I don't mind them because it is the 90s and you yeah. kind of let it away with it. And they weren't like but awful. It, and, and they didn't incorporate terrible effects, which yeah. is always good. And I, I did it really fine emotional when he grabs Ian McKellen's hand oh, versus the... The callback? No. Yeah. I no, I didn't like the callback because yeah. I thought but no, that was really actually, unnecessary. But no, when he actually yeah. takes his hand is, yeah. is good. Because it's like we get it that it's... Now he'll touch because it's... Yeah. Yeah. Um... And also that, uh, like, his regret is not only that he didn't save them, it's that he, like... Thought like, of they them bala- as... Uh, they, he thought of them as a case lepers, and everything. Like, yeah. 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 That is, like, more the... Because he w- goes, it's like, why are you working for the government? It's, like, because it's where the diseases are. But oh, if you're yeah. Just that's a doctor, that's the line. That, yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. And it's like, oh, are you finishing work or are you going to work? <laughs> it's like fucking five minutes of hour. Like, it's amazing. I do. I do agree to that, even though I think Modine is doing his best and a, and a kind of a blind character. I do agree that, you know, it's all going so quickly. You don't really think of it. And then you see him in his motel and you're like, he's been there for years. Like, and he has no. He has a like, wedding ring as well. So it's the he? kind of like, there's oh. like, and there's a scene that he's like, they're kind of like doing that. whatever. And he's like touching his wedding ring and stuff. Yeah. And you're like. There's a lady out there somewhere, yeah, probably uh, with children that you never see because, like, but that's what I, <laughs> I, why I knew that I felt of them like characters because when they go home and stuff or In, that they're leaving, yeah, the rest of them not so much. I, I, I did feel like the, the like the 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 blonde guy that is like kind of like weirded out and uh, also like the 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 doctor like the female doctor in the group i really like her that when she goes to like she... meet richard gear in the in the she usually Where plays kind of like comedic kind of roles in movies her voice is really annoying though yeah but like <laughs> but it's a good performance like, yeah, she's uh, fine she's fine but she's kind of a bit incidental really i suppose yeah. Um, I like how like awkward she is. Like everybody, somebody stole my bag, so I had to wear. Like, oh this yeah, oh yeah. Thing. Actually, I like her with Richard Gere. Yeah. But then whenever it's just like, oh, he died. Oh, it's like, yeah, it's a bit kind of annoying me because I wish we'd had more Richard Gere yeah. because he was so good. But uh, then where would you have put him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the problem. But um, yeah, he just he really. She's just really good. I was like, damn, Richard. Well, like Gere, anybody that has seen American shit? Gigolo, like that yeah, is a great true. movie. That that's you can, true. Like even Pretty Woman, he's really good at it. He the, is the good at Pretty Woman. He became, he did <laughs> a bit like Matthew McConaughey and Keanu yes. Reeves for a bit. That is like mm, you, you, you playing the. That even like oh, Runaway like Bride, like if you hey, did the, hey. no, 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 I'm not dissing the movie as a whole, but like Richard Gere is playing Richard Gere and Julia Roberts is is playing Julia Roberts. It's just that it's like. Of course, it's gonna work because it's Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, oh, but like they're completely phoning it in in that movie. Yeah, like, it, 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 well, <laughs> like, um, yeah, like uh, I think that it is a a, a very even like a, it's worthy as a piece like, of not just a worthy cause. It's like it's a worthy... Try, like every flaw that it has is interesting because it's a decision that they made for the right reasons, even if it hasn't. Worked out even like I wasn't alive in 1993 and I wasn't able to see this movie with the impact that it would have been can, can from you imagine, 1993. Imagine seeing this in 1993. And like the, that yeah. time, like Jesus. Especially if you're like closed off and not involved in any of that shit or whatever. That you just saw like the news American every so person often. And yeah. you're like, oh god, that's terrible. You don't live in New York yeah. or you don't live in San Francisco. You know what I mean? You would have been kind of like you know kind of detached from it. Yeah. And then you see this movie. And then you also had the fucking thing that is like 
because of fucking George H.W. Bush and Clinton as well. That is like the war on drugs. They increased yeah, opioid I mean, addiction and then AIDS started spreading amongst the drug addict community. And had this flaws. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but many, many um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, without further ado, what's your favorite thing about the movie? I have one very strong guess. But see i love richard gear but at the same time i love the the kind of the the, the medical investigation yeah. element of it i thought that was really well done and the kind of the piecing it together and like um the spreading out of all the different like from patient zero all the way out and i like i love oh, you know i love that shit so yeah. and that was great and then kind of like you know the real world implications or whatever but um yeah what was your favorite thing um i liked how it doesn't pu- pull any punches to anybody really that i kind of like even yeah everyone gets hit yeah that even like the cdc <laughs> is like yeah you could have done better you could have like tried more to get the money it's just mm-hmm. because you're like oh this is how you play the game kind of thing but also the the fact that like so many errors they make during their investigation they're not like oh these perfect doctors or whatever that they don't even get to it but it's part of their investigation that gets yeah. to the person to have you think you, the, you really have to think yeah. about how they started with nothing yeah like nothing that there was they couldn't no even context keep the cells alive yeah. and everything there's no yeah. context for this and going to the like the also the fda gets hit the fucking blood banks get hit oh, the drug time. fucking uh yeah and obviously uh, the government corporation government gets hit and but it, the the thing that i think that is important that the alan alda character is there that we didn't really have the time to discuss that because again this movie has a lot happening <laughs> is that is also Love to show the uh the scientific community is also as shitty and as holy and bitchy bitchy as the government and and everything else yeah yeah everything else like and the the fact that like the moment that pissed me off is a date that why the movie is like so nonchalant about the events that they're just presenting you what happened that it goes from the moment that they realize what the virus is to the moment that they actually can uh, release the paper because Alan Alda is suing them that is a year later so it's a year that, that nothing time. happened yeah. and people died and I also like the fact that they keep the tally of people infected versus people that die so like you realize how it just yeah, blew well, up at a proportion need, because of an action kind of thing you need something to tie you back yeah. to that I think just to kind of to, to realize like the time it could have been really cheesy as well. It's just that it's yeah. present on the scene. The, like the scene there. is it's playing not, yeah. and there you go. Like yeah. it's not like, boom. Because at the start you're kind of yeah. like, you know, because it's very in- incremental gaps of time. Yeah. So the, the number's not going up that much. And then it jumps a couple of years and it's gone. It's just exploded. You know what like, this movie Ooh. is? Like the modern version of this movie. Contagion. Contagion, the Steven Soderbergh movie that you like... The, the one with Matt Damon that is about like yeah. the, the, is exactly the same movie but that one is about fictitious disease like it's it has true. the same problems has the same ideas the same everything but, but at the same time yeah it's <laughs> um, Soderbergh and it's cold and it's fictitious so it doesn't have the power that this has that like mm-hmm. even through its flaws is that we lived through like we weren't like we were alive but we didn't go through this but like it gives you real sympathy to to those who did you know mm. uh, and the people who fought yeah. as well because you know people are born with it people yeah. still contract it it's still a massive problem but you know where where we are now we're not as far as we should be but we're where we are now because of the way that those people fought yeah like and the, then the activists then the doctors activists the everything yeah. you know it's oh, I, I would be interested of watching this with somebody that hasn't seen either movie and watch this first and then how to survive mm. a plague watch both yeah if you haven't seen them watch both but i mean like if they if it was done in that order do you go like oh for fuck's sake i'm angry about this but at least they got to the end and then it's like oh you know what the virus is but that's just the fucking beginning of this shit like it even gets worse and i think that like because i remember like i was getting even more pissed off because it's like this is not the fucking end this is like the beginning this is like fucking not even El Alamein in World War Two terms. So you, it's not the end of the beginning that, kind of thing. You did it in that order, so no, no, I you watched. Didn't. No, 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 oh, I watched. Okay. Uh, How the hell did you find this then? This, yeah, uh, because I watched it straight after How to Survive a Plague. Oh, uh, like okay. my brother Philippe, a friend of the podcast, Hi, says that he hasn't watched this movie, but he definitely like I saw the ending in this movie. Go, what is this? Months on TV somewhere, 
my brother explained to me what the movie was and i'll go like oh that's interesting and then it just went out of my brain and then when i saw how to survive a plague i watched it straight after <laughs> so like uh, and i think that is a testament to this movie that even doing that obviously how to survive a plague is a far more efficient piece of filmmaking a far better piece of filmmaking it is oh, like God, it's, it's such a good movie it's one of the best documentaries i've yeah. ever seen like it's just it's, it's so much archive but Jesus. like uh but yeah it's um yeah what's your least favorite thing cameos phil collins <laughs> i was disappointed that the art tonight wasn't it but uh, i wouldn't it. um yeah even though probably the cameos because that just that's really just like uh, you know and like, it, you know it, it, even though but at the same time it's like i don't like the sprawling nature of it but at the same time all the things you know why they're there but they just don't quite it doesn't work as a film but yeah. so probably yeah let's go with cameos what's your least favorite thing uh probably the uh the structure of the movie in a way like i think that mm-hmm. i i don't disagree with you with the alan alda thing but i think that that should have been brought in a little bit earlier in the sense of like what like or kind of like maybe even if you're messing around with the timeline yeah that it's happening while they're doing something else as well you know like the like i think it was just a little bit too much for an hour like two hours and 20 minutes you didn't need alan alda ringing don francis going oh yeah by the way i'm just telling you this and it's like what was the yeah, point of like this conversation the kind thing. Of thing yeah i was like what the fuck is that about because i already got like the the pettiness of uh, yeah him. Didn't he yeah. he just he had too much even though yes it was one of the roadblocks to stop the progress but at the same time like well like he was the major uh, and i well, think that that's yeah, like yeah i know but, but like was it bigger there. than the blood banks or was it you know was it kind of everything at the same time like it is one of those things of like the idea of like history is that it's never neat and it's never it's never set out in easy sections for but you I- to link together so whenever you're trying to like translate it all into a digestible movie, it becomes... I think also the but again like the the issue of the flaws where it came from is the fact of when the movie was made because the Alan Alda well, yeah, thing wasn't wrapped up, wasn't resolved. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the the kind of thing that is like okay maybe they're just calling attention to it and also I thought that it would be like calling attention to the doctors that were working on the on the quote unquote cure or treatments to go like don't do what this guy mm-hmm. did because obviously all scientists kind of involved in this would have watched the movie to see how they be not if they yeah. were in the movie but that if they were involved in AIDS surely they would have watched this movie to go like how would Hollywood portray us kind of thing you know yeah it's like the same if you're like a cop and they're making a movie about your police department you'd yeah. go like you definitely would watch it even if you had no interest in cinema so I think that it's also like that kind of like, please don't be this dickhead. Like, just collaborate. Use the, the kind of like what Don Francis says that it's like common courtesy together. kind of thing. Yeah. That, that like the, the disease is the enemy, not the French. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't think that wasn't the yeah. movie. Um, yeah. Um, I I did like it. It's problematic, but I do think that if you have any interest in this subject or this kind of movie yeah. whatsoever go watch it even like um, as a historical document because, because this yeah. is a historical document because yeah. it's a it is a first degree source of culture at that time is mm-hmm. and what it meant and also like if you see the difference between how that movie could be made and what movies are made nowadays mm-hmm. like even the uh the the forgotten episode of uh, Love is Strange just disappeared. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I mean? R. Like, R. if you things. see that, yeah, that eyes. Uh, I love orange jokes. Um, yeah, so thank you, Ricardo. It was no a good, problem. it was a good watch. And, yeah. you know, it was just one of those frustrating watches. Yeah. But you, you had a Ricardo I... experience there. Yeah. Not to the level that I have a frustration, but. No a different kind of frustration because yeah. yours is like why isn't this just perfect <laughs> and uh mine is more that like why didn't i just you know i should have been enraged in the way yeah. that this topic should make people enraged and i didn't quite get there but um how can they find us orla 
Uh, you find us on Facebook, The Recommendation Game, on Twitter at The Rec Game. You can email us at TheRecommendationGame at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Dublin Digital Radio at 11.12 on Mondays and on the Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud. And you can see, you can find us, uh, we have our own little section of the DDR uh, archive on their brand new website. And you can uh, donate Under the residence and you can also... We have a uh, page. On the residence page, you can also check all the other wonderful shows that DDR yes. does. It's ever expanding, so no matter what your interest is, there will be a show for you. Um, and you can also donate to um, independent radio like this fine show um, on their Patreon. So they need they need your money. Uh, <laughs> what is next week's movie, Orla? Uh, next week's movie, we're, we're returning to the good man Jarmusch uh, with a sort of Halloween-y, I suppose, because it's, it's vampires, but some very cool vampires in uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. Is there like a... I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! Alma! Um, <laughs> I was Orlan Medinas. I was Ricardo Deacon. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.